Morning. Oh. Hey, uh, can I just say that I'm just so glad that you're with us this morning. Who's having fun already this morning? Yeah, a bit of fun this morning. Uh, do you know what? It's becoming a bit too... Uh, a bit too frequent, but we've had all sorts of problems this morning. So it's a bit dark in here because our lights are operated by the internet (laughs) and the internet is down and we just can't, we've tried to connect about a million times. Who needs it? Um, These are the moments that you you just wish Mark was still around to do things, but he he couldn't have fixed it anyway. I hope he's listening to this when we record it. Uh, What I've learned is don't talk about cricket, is that right? Sam, don't talk about it. Just just skip over it. Although, I'm, surely we're winning this test. Surely we're winning this test. We got it? I'm not confident. I'm a bit scared. I think if we take Stokes, all good, I reckon. Again, don't talk about cricket, Nate. Stop it. No one, no one actually cares. That's right, yeah. Uh, can I tell you, I've had some highlights already this morning. Have you had highlights already in our time gathered this morning? Uh, one of my highlights is every time we sing, is it King of Kings? What's that? the name of that song? King of Kings, The Majesty. You know, like it's like really up there. That's, that's one of my highlights every morning. Hearing everybody try at 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning to majesty. It's really nice. Dan, you did a good job. Well done. Uh, Dan came in early with a chorus and belted it out, and that was really, that's the second highlight. Have you, have you had some highlights already about being together? Who knows that it's good for us to come together to worship God, to be in fellowship? Who knows church is a good idea? It's not a man-made idea, it's a God idea, birthed by the Holy Spirit, which we just talked about. I love it. Church is a place where we get to be. We should come, be encouraged and built up into our weeks, right? Am I the only one getting excited? I'm excited. Let me be excited. Yeah, encourage me in my excitement. Uh, Yeah, there we go. Uh, Okay, I'm going to admit something this morning. Now, I do this every now and then. Careful, careful. It's not really a confession, but uh, I know that some people comfort eat. Do you know what I mean by that? Comfort eat. You know, you you have a hard day, a hard week, and there's nothing better than sitting on the couch with a bag of chips or a block of chocolate and, and you just eat and it's just, it's just comforting and nice. It's the warm fuzzies when it's been a bit rough. Well, look, I love a bag of chips and some chocolate, but I don't really comfort eat. What I do is I comfort watch. Any, binge, yeah. Any other comfort watches in the room? All right. Now, there's a couple of movies. There's a couple of movies that I sometimes put on if I if I'm like, okay, it's been a bit rough. Where's my where's my comfort point? Uh, for me recently, and you're gonna know how big a nerdy geek I am. The new Dune movie. Anyone seen Dune? Dune. I don't know how to say it. Siri never recognizes it when I say play Dune. They they do Dune Purdy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I watched that. I've watched it about eight times. I just put it on. It's just background. Just love it. It's just great. Uh, there's Adam Sandler movies. I put them on. It's always a good comfort little just, you know. But, but more than movies, I usually turn to YouTube for my comfort watching. All right? I don't, I don't kind of binge through seasons and seasons of shows. I, I put on YouTube 
and uh, and I've probably mentioned this before, but if if I've had a bad week, if it's a bad week, I put on Richmond highlights from our premiership years, don't I? If it's like I'm on the verge of tears, it's been that bad a week, I put on that, changes everything, it's great. Uh, or if it's just been, you know, like I just need a bit of a time on the couch, what I put on are watch restoration videos. Has anyone ever seen them on YouTube? Everyone's looking at me now and they're like, we're on the spectrum, are you, Nath? Like, you're on there a bit. We all are, come on. Uh, Watch, like wristwatch restoration videos. Yeah, okay, all right. Now, if the internet was working this morning, you would have seen a little clip of one, but just imagine, get on, get on. What a shame. Would that have been as good as cricket nicknames, I reckon? Uh, but I find it fascinating. It's one, it's kind of filmed really nice, but uh, all these like small, intricate moving parts, putting it together. Quite often the restoration videos are like watches that are a bit dirty or old and, and they're cleaning them and taking it apart and then putting it all back together. And I just love, I love watching something that's broken or dirty turn, start working and become this like little masterpiece, just looking amazing. So quite often I'll have that on. Sometimes I'll just put it on my phone when I go to bed and I'll fall asleep halfway through or whatever. But uh, is that weird? Am I the only... Nah, good, good. Bread slicer. Oh, restoration. I might have seen that one. Um, Yeah. So... uh, this morning, <laughs> I know that there's other restoration videos too, and I quite like watching them as well. Uh, I know some people like watching car kind of restorations, and uh, Nick was just saying there's a bread slicer, restora- like an old school bread slicer. Yeah, I've watched that, I reckon. Yeah, uh, swords and like, anyway, they're, they're really great, and I love the whole idea of that. Um, well, this morning... I'm feeling like it's a bit of, we need a bit of a comfort morning together, all right? I don't know what your week's been like, but it's the middle of winter. Who need? we've got some soup for lunch. I just thought, a bit of a comfort morning together. Not in a, not in a bad way, but, uh, but again, think, think comfort, uh, and I've put down here, there was this book that my mum always had on a bookshelf, and it was called, I Think... Chicken Soup for the Soul. Is that, a, is that a title of a book? I just, I never read them, but I, I always saw that mum had them on the bookshelf. I feel like this morning's a bit of chicken soup for your soul. Are you okay with that? All right? I themed it nicely. Uh, but again, second week in a row, can I tell you that I have a good word for you? Okay? Is that all right? A good word for you. Now, I, I promised this last week. Did I, did I deliver? And when I say I, did, did God's word deliver last week that we had a good word about who we are? Well, I'm going to continue that. And I want to make sure that things sink in. Who knows repetition is powerful? So sometimes we just need to hear it again, and that's good for us. Now, this morning, some of you may hear this for the first time, and that's good. We're open for God's spirit to do that. But for some of us, it's just going to be this, yeah, nice sip of, I can't use soup again. A nice soap? No, tea. (laughs) Uh, Nice like sip of coffee that just warms your body. Okay, 
I, Nath, leave it alone. Someone tell me to move on. Um, carry on, carry on. Either way, there is a better story for us to hear this morning that we need to hear, that we need to hear, and it comes from Scriptures. Can I, can I pray and then let's kind of get into it? God, you are good. We thank you for our time already together. We thank you that we have lifted our eyes off what our current circumstances are, and we just want them to be focused on you this morning, Jesus. Uh, God, may your word uh, come upon us this morning. May it actually like enter into our consciousness, but also just into our into our souls. May, may we just um, soak it up this morning. Holy Spirit, speak through my words. Um, may we be transformed by your word this morning. Amen? Amen. All right. Now, I'm going to start with a story. There's a lot of things I've told you before, but, but you, you're fine. You guys are so nice. You, you, you'll take us. You'll take the old man up the front telling you a story for like the third time. You're like, Nate, you've told us that before. That's what my kids are like now. Yesterday, I was with Jude in the car and I was like, Jude, i got this interesting story to tell you. And I got about three words in. He's like, Dad, you've told me that at least 10 times. At least. So I'm probably going to do the same. But um, I have a younger brother. Did you know that? I've got a younger brother. His name's Daniel. He was up the front before. Dan, uh, he's nine years younger than me. Megan's two years younger. So there's, me and Megan grew up kind of as, as kids together. And one, one day, mum and dad, well, it was just mum picking us up from school, said, how would you like a baby brother or sister? And we're like, oh, that sounds pretty good. I'm like in grade three or something. I'm like, yeah, it sounds good. Uh, and they told us that, mum told us that she was going to have a baby. Now, Dan growing up has always assumed that he was a mistake. Nine years later, that's, you know, you go, well, maybe there's a bit of a mistake. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, talk with your parents. They'll, they'll explain it. Um, but I, I don't know, sometimes we get to a point where we sometimes question whether we are a mistake, right? Whether, not, not just whether we're planned, but am I a mistake? Like some, sometimes I go, these things, these parts of me don't work great. Am I, am I just a mistake? For some of us, we, we can resonate with that. We, we sometimes think about that. Maybe we think, oh, I was unplanned or, or unwanted. And we start to have these ideas that maybe if that's the case, then there's no plan or purpose for me. Or maybe some of you feel like you keep making mistakes, that maybe you're a bit faulty. You don't work properly. And because of that, you feel like you're not as good as other people. Can I tell you this morning I have good news for you? Everyone's feeling depressed a bit now after that. But I have good news for you. You see, I believe that God planned to make you exactly who you are. I, I believe that. And I believe that you are not a mistake. Can I look you in the eye and say you are not a mistake? You were not unplanned. Uh, so I've got good news for you this morning. Turn to the person next to you and say, you were planned. Cool. You were not a mistake. In fact, we believe 
that you were created, all right? So even if, even if your parents have told you that you were an accident, even if someone has told you a surprise, surprise is better than accident, isn't it? Yeah, oh, that's what that means. Uh, I want to tell you that we have a God who planned you. No matter what your circumstances are, no matter what your background is, no matter how you found yourself here on earth, that God had you planned. You are not an accident. Everyone here in this room, and I've said this before, is a winner. Can I tell you that everyone in this room is a winner? At some point in your life, you were up against a hundred million others and you made it. Give the person next to you a pat on the back. You are a winner. Whether you can swim now or not, at some point you could. And you swam hard and you are a winner this morning. First of all, don't think about it too much. No one here is a mistake. I want to tell you that's a simple statement, but can I tell you how profound it is? You were meant to be. God chose you. In Colossians uh, chapter 1, verse 16 and 17, it says that God, Jesus, created all things the things that we can see and the things that we can't see. And everything was created through him and for him. It also says in Psalms that God knew us before we were knitted together in our mother's womb. Isn't that a beautiful picture in Psalm? That God knew us before. You were meant to be. Even if you weren't planned by your parents, you, God knew you already. Does anyone find comfort in that this morning? God knew you already. You are not a mistake. That's the first bit of good news. I've got three bits of good news this morning. <laughs> the second one is this. In Genesis, it says, in the beginning, God created everything. We know that, right? And thought it was good, right? God created everything. He thought it was good. God then, like the sky and the water, trees and birds, they're pretty good, aren't they? I love, I've told you about a million times, I love looking out in nature. It's good. Well, then what God did was he created humans. And when God made humans, he didn't just say they were good. Does anyone know what he said? He said they were very good. Ephesians 2.10, and we... Uh, we actually heard Ethan speak on it on Friday night. He said these exact words. It says this, Ephesians 2.10, you are God's masterpiece. That means you aren't just a piece of artwork. You aren't just a created piece on the side. It says you are, you are even better than that. You are, you are his masterpiece. Now, this is good news for us because... For those of us who have had those thoughts, I'm a bit faulty, right? Every time I say faulty, I think of faulty towers. I don't know. <laughs> faulty? Um, those of you who thought you were faulty, can I just tell you that you are God's masterpiece? 
Even sometimes, and I love, has anyone watched Wreck-It Ralph 2? Number two. Ralph breaks the internet. The, uh, one of the characters, who hasn't seen it, just give me a little wave. You, there's no shame in it. You should watch it. It's actually, I, I know it's a kid's movie. It is amazing. There's a character, I'm going to spoil it, so sorry uh, if you haven't. But there's a character who has a fault. They think it's a fault. It's a glitch is what Wreck-It Ralph 2 talks about. His character has a glitch. In the end, the story is the glitch is actually that character's superpower. And it's just an amazing, it's an amazing movie. But can I tell you that God has made us unique and different? That some of us, we think that they're faults, but actually God has made us different for a reason. Does anyone take comfort in that a little bit? I am different, but it's not because I'm faulty. It's because God made me his, his masterpiece. We're supposed to be different, aren't we? Who knows this room would be pretty boring if we were all the same. Yeah? yeah? If you were all like me, oh, I'd want to get out of here. Gee. Uh, but it would be boring. I love that we are different. I love that we have different skills and talents and abilities. I love that we think differently. Who loves having a really engaging conversation with someone who thinks totally different than us? That's good, isn't it? It's not good when we all have the exact same thought and we parrot it to each other. I love it. Um, It's more beautiful and interesting that the world is different. And I just want to tell you that you this morning, are God's masterpiece. Paul writes about it. We we see God creating humans, saying, very good. Can you take that on? You are a masterpiece. What I want you to do is turn to someone behind you and tell them that they are God's masterpiece. If Don't all turn at once, otherwise you're looking at, you know how to do it. You know how to do it. All right. <laughs> All right. You are not a mistake. You are God's masterpiece. Two bits of good news, right? The third one is this. Jesus tells uh, in the Gospels three stories. He tells them right in a row. Three stories of lost things, about lost things. Do we know those stories? There's a, the story about the lost sheep where The shepherd leaves the 99 to bring back the one who's kind of gone astray. Tells a story about a lost coin, about a a woman who spends a whole heap of time finding a lost coin. I don't know exactly how many minutes, but a a lot of time looking for a lot. She looks everywhere, finds the lost coin, has a party. I meant to mention that with the 99 as well. There's a party when it's found. And then the third story, which is the one that we'd probably all know very well, is the story of the lost son. The son who leaves his family, wishes his father was dead, goes out, parties. But actually, the father is always on the lookout for the lost son. And the son returns. And while the son was a long way off, the father runs towards him. Can I tell you something this morning? You only lose something that is valuable. You only lose something that's valuable. If you lose 
a Freddo wrapper, who knows you're not going to go look for that wrapper? Because it's rubbish. There's no value in the wrapper. Now, if you lose the chocolate frog in the middle, if you're like, you're going to look for that frog. There's no three-second rule with chocolate. It's as long as it takes to find it. Yeah, don't worry. I won't go there. Uh, now, nah, like, you know when you're on the couch and you lose chocolate and you're like, I don't know where it went, and then you stand up and it's on your pants. And it just happens. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, you only lose things that are actually valuable, worth something. I don't, I don't lose rubbish. Susie tells me off if I, if I put rubbish out there. She hates it. But you search for things that have worth. Can I tell you this morning the third bit of good news? God considers you valuable. You are a person of worth. So much so that we also know that God was willing to pay a big price for you. The life of his son, Jesus. You are valuable. You are worth searching for. And then even partying for once you are found. Who thinks that's good to hear this morning? You are not a mistake. You are a masterpiece and you have worth and value. I told you this was some comforting stuff this morning. And I love it. And, I, and it's good for us to know it. It's good for us to hear it. The more times we hear it, actually the better, isn't it? We hear that good news. But I also want to point our attention to something else. Because that's not the full picture. When I'm watching those restoration videos, the watches or the, the, the pocket watches and things, uh, I'm looking at these masterpieces. And they're, they're beautiful and they're valuable creations. But when we see those videos, when the watch is turned over, we see a stamp usually. And the stamp has the maker's mark on it. This morning, I want to tell you the reason why we are worth something, why we are valuable, why, why, why we are a masterpiece is that we have a creator. And that creator is good. And that creator is perfect and holy. And that creator, the reason why we're not a mistake is because we have a creator who doesn't make mistakes. The reason why we're valuable is because we have a creator who's put worth on us. Can I tell you that our creator isn't a distant creator? Our God wants relationship with us, wants to be with us. When we look at the person next to us and we can acknowledge that they are a masterpiece, that they are worth something, that they are valuable, that they're not a mistake, then actually we're giving God praise. We're actually telling the Creator that His work is good, that, that He knows what He's doing. Does anybody take comfort in the fact that we have a great God, a great Creator, 
And that when we look around and we see the differences and the beauty, who's filled with praise for our creator and maker? This morning, that's it. It's just good news for you. I, I want you to have a look and, and as we eat soup together, as we, mate, the surprise is that we might have a few barbecue sausages as well. Hey, that's a good surprise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as we eat together, as we, as we hang out together, I want us to recognise God in the people that we're talking with. I want us to see the maker in those conversations. Can we do that and praise God in those moments? God is good, isn't he? God is perfect and he's holy. And so when we talk about our worth, it's only because our God is so great. Can we pray and then uh, I'll share grace as well uh, and then we're going to share in some time together. God, you are good. Uh, we thank you that you have created us, that you're, a, you're an expert craftsman and that you have made uh, masterpieces in this room. That you call us your children and we just thank you that you consider us so valuable that, Jesus, you gave your life for us. We thank you because you gave your life that we now have victory over death and sin and sickness. Uh, God, be present in our conversations. May we look on each other as masterpieces. May we recognize your work at play in our world, God. We praise you and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh. Also, God, bless this food to our bodies. As we eat, may we also remember your broken body and your blood spilled for us, that we may walk in freedom and with victory. Uh, we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Please enjoy each other's company. Uh, enjoy a comf comforting Sunday together. Cool? Great. See you next week.